0: To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. You can check us out at tobecontinuedafanboypodcast.com. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also listen to us on our various platforms on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. To Be Continued is
1: an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy.
2: we are back!
1: This is To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have Do-do-do-do-do.
0: fun. Be- <laughs> <laughs> what the, why, is, why is there a production of Honey West going on over there for some reason? It's, uh... We're doing a, sh- a production of Chicago. Apparently.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz! Jazz! Just hands. I'm making a musical. It's it's Terminator 2 the musical, and it goes like this.
0: Okay, and we got your boots, your clothes. Your motorcycle. <laughs> oh my god! You, you, you made me remember that I have to do a, I have to do a Peacemaker episode at some point. So anyway, <laughs> okay, because uh, because uh, Peacemaker's dad is played by Robert Patrick, who was right, who
1: was Terminator the T1000, that's, that's,
0: liquid, that's, made of liquid Metal, made of Liquid Metal, Liquid uh, Metal. Miguel, so- <laughs> can I ask you something? What do you want to ask me, Edward? What have you got against Miles Edward O'Brien? Oh. He's a goddamn pedophile. That's why. Uh Oh. Miguel, is that confirmed? <laughs> Twenty-two <laughs> years of Starfleet service. Fought in two hundred thirty-five separate battles. happened been decorated by Starfleet on fifteen occasions.
3: <laughs> and was considered
0: to be an expert in starship combat. This is professor of, uh, professor of engineering in Starfleet. Professor. Chief op chief operations officer. Married right. to botanist Kiko, Kiko O'Brien, Ryan. Ryan, right? Yes. Who's nuts? Never stick it in crazy, people.
1: <laughs> so the reason we're talking about this is because a couple of days ago, me and, me and Ed got, like, he was just like, I, I came across, I know I was reminded of the episode where they, where the kids, uh, where the, there was a transporter accident that turned Picard, Guinan, Roe, and Keiko into kids. Yes. And, like, <laughs> Keiko, because she's nuts, <laughs> As a child, as like a nine year old girl is like bossing around o- o- O'Brien, and it's like <laughs> we're just gonna live like we're na- like this is all will this is all cool Beans, and and it's like, honey, no, no, and
0: it's like, yeah, what? this all seems wrong. He says, <laughs> like basically, a K- thirteen uh, year old Keiko O'Brien, like put his head, put her head on his shoulders, uh, on, on his shoulders, and and he just like pulled off, winced off, and was like. This all seems wrong, but let me, let me just tell you. Rasen Chow, okay? Yes. Praise her, okay? How would you feel if you ended up uh, fresh out of the Korean War, married a, a, um, a cross-dresser, ended up, ended up being a teacher for Arnold, Arnold Drummond? Jive talked with Arnold Drummond. What did she say specifically, Ed? Arnold, are you jiving me? <laughs> also, uh, uh, ended up... Um, Becoming a member of the Joy Luck Club
1: is wait. I was,
0: ooh, ooh, ooh. She wasn't.
1: She wasn't Max's wife on Night Court, was she? Ooh, no, 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 no. That's someone else. That's okay. Someone anyway. Else. Wow. Almost, again. This is Woo! this is this splitting atoms here. This is this is <laughs> like when we figured out that Michael McDonald had a sister a couple of minutes ago. Just a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who sings the female backup parts? And I can't, I keep forgetting something. Maureen and I McDonald. It up, like, Maureen oh my God, God! Michael McDonald has a there sister. There is another.
0: <laughs> so you're telling me there's a doobie sister? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we got into tell about and Miles ended up being a Starfleet uh, Starfleet botanist. But how it's, would you feel, Miguel? That would drive that would that kind of career career span again, lifespan again, would drive again. anyone I'm crazy. Just,
1: I'm just I'm just saying that there's 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 some nasty stuff with Miles Edward O'Brien, <laughs> and, then he, and then people like you knee-jerk defend him. You know, you know you 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 know what? I, you're, you're 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 the type that wants gentleman of the you're, you're the type that wants to get us back into war with the Kardashians, <laughs> or the Kardashians, either or. <laughs> Again, <laughs> no, Chief O'Brien. Chief O'Brien. Okay, okay. hero, hero. Star, hero, hero, Starfleet. Because the Irishman must suffer. Which I believe is written like, in the, the ra- Irishman of <laughs> must Suffer. The Irishman Must Suffer, which is, I believe, written in the DS9 writer's room. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think that that was just like, so uh, what are we
0: doing this week? I don't know, some, something will torture O'Brien. Listen, eventually we will have, um, Chief O'Brien will have his own episode <laughs> one of these days, I'm pretty sure. You know, where it's like, well, what's there to talk about? God, dude! Chief Miles Edward effing O'Brien. He disappears and comes back. With like full beard on, you know, like that was all in his head, Ed. It was that. That's true. It was all in his head.
1: Anyway, uh, uh, and we're also obviously you, you, you just pivoted to to O'Brien because you didn't want me talking about Lee Van Cleef. I'm, no one wants anyone to talk about
0: Lee Van Cleef. We're we, not gonna we're, we're, shh, don't say it. <laughs> we're I know. No, don't, don't take. No, don't Ma- say anything. Don't we're say on anything. We're here, Miguel. Velez no, says, we're not
1: saying anymore because it's going to be a surprise. <laughs>
0: It's okay. going to be a surprise. Zip. Zip it. Zip it. Throw away the key. Zip it. Just for you. I'm just. just you. I'm but yeah, that's, that's why. We got to talk.
1: Two, about- three, four. <laughs> uh, today's episode is our big old uh, The Book of Boba Fett
0: uh, season one review. It's The Mandalorian. Uh, the, uh, the Mandalorian spinoff
1: show that obviously uh, was the biggest. You know, a Star Wars product out on the market right now, um, you know, used in, used in their marketing of Star Wars as a brand and to move forward stuff from The Mandalorian. There, there are other plethora of new shows. So there's a lot to talk about. And we will talk
0: about that after we come back from these words from friends. To Be Continued Fanboy Podcast was also sponsored by Pancake Studios. You know, to be continued Fenway Podcast, we were born here at Pancake Studios, and for the past five years, we have called this place home. Pancake Studios has come a long way from offering just audio services. They now offer Dolby Atmos and surround sound mixing, video recording, production and engineering, a full range of photography servers, and sound design. It is your one-stop shop media production services. Go to PancakeStudios.net. Orphan Guitars, local friend of the show, Alex, who works at Orphan Guitars, can help you find out what you're looking for, whether vintage or the right musical equipment for your needs, brand names from Fenders to Gibsons, electric guitars, basses, guitar amps, just head over to 493 Court Street at OrphanGuitars.com. You know, John, they've also helped with the community making donations to local soup kitchens in the past. Brooklyn's coolest guitar shop. That's orphanguitars.com. And we're back after some words from friends. Uh,
1: the Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus, the <clears throat> sequel series, uh, in a way, uh, to The Mandalorian, uh, the first of these post Mando uh, Star Wars uh, streaming shows. Boba Fett's a character that has had this uh, very interesting like thread because like you know any if any fan is honest, the truth is Boba Fett's legend is all post the original trilogy. Yes, he appeared in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes, he appears in the original trilogy. Uh, you know, and retroactively as eventually George put him in A New Hope, uh, along with Empire and Jedi, but. His actions in those films, as cool as a visual as he is, don't really amount to all that much. He's just a background character. And it's all the lore after the movies are done that sort of built him up. And all of that lore combined made him a character that obviously was going to get exploited. uh, Even after the Disney buyout, which then destroyed all that lore, so that now they had all this freedom to sort of rewrite the character from the ground up and capitalize on his popularity. And it's interesting the way he's been cast. You know, originally, like I said, we have uh, uh, Joe Johnston uh, doing the original design of the of the uh, of the armor and wearing it first, and then uh, Jeremy Bullock, and then guys who were subbing in, and then eventually, of course, we get Tamura Morrison getting cast as Django, and then now retro- him being cast as boba so it's been this, this long winding road yes john
3: Didn't he look just like uh aquaman's dad Doesn't yes he,
1: he did like look him? just like aquaman's because it's the same actor
3: wait oh, it's what the same actor wait, Jesus
0: God, <laughs> God, God. <laughs> 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 you whoa you saying something about my dad whoa 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 bro so when are we gonna see uh you know that crossover like, yeah well look yeah, the, this bad. is um uh, tamar morrison uh, who makes his comeback uh, because he was originally cast as Django Fett, Boba Fett's dad, right? And and
1: that's the Mando connection. Right. Because, you know, they brought him into uh Mandalorian season two mm-hmm. to you know br- this big character that we'd sort of been teased for a while.
0: And here's the thing: we're going to see more of Tamora. I mean, there there are also rumors that uh, uh, they're going to bring back a lot of the clones back into the right. Into and the episode. you have to
1: have Tamora play. And two. listen,
0: this guy is set for life. You <laughs> know, Tamora Morrison, who I I I knew from way back in a in a it's very well, in well, well from a New Zealand movie called um Once We ca- Were Warriors, it's about more uh, about about the, Mari, yeah. about the Mari. And um he th- this is he's one of those fantastic actors he's on screen in, and 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 uh, he
1: owns this role.
0: Yeah. He definitely owns this role. Okay. That's your setup. They want to make mm-hmm. the
1: spin-off show. They successfully bring him back in the Mandalorian and now, you know, at the end of that season of Mandalorian, there's that great te- it was a fantastic teaser of Boba Fett, like a badass, just going into Jabba's palace, shooting Bib Fortuna, and it's like, I'm now the new top dog. Tons of potential with that story. How it was executed is something different.
0: Um, well, going into further episodes, I think the way it started... I think we can all agree. Yeah, you know, it was it was uh, the setup
1: again. The general yeah. setup of okay, Boba is going to be a crime boss now. Fennec Shand is his 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 gal Friday, his his loyal lieutenant, mm-hmm. and they are going to you know bring uh, a, a new hand uh, to uh, c- crime on Tatooine. And I, lo- over, like, I love I love what Miguel
0: has been saying to me throughout the whole entire <laughs> season. Hey
1: Ed. Where's the crime in? <laughs> There's no, <laughs> There's <criming>. no crime. <laughs> <laughs> One of the generally big issues for the show for me uh, that you know I that we'll get to. And so, you know, the setup is all there for something cool and and it's not that there were not very good important character development parts. It's not that there weren't good set pieces. It's not that the characters themselves were bad. But It was a very oddly shaped season of a show that then got even odder towards the midpoint when suddenly it shifted to, oh, hey, we're just going to pick up all of these threads from the Mandalorian and directly involve the Mandalorian and Grogu back into the action. Those were oddly the most satisfying moments, uh, episodes of the show, but it kind of points out how... As you said, it's like the setup. Boba Fett is going to be a crime lord was kind of besides the point here. Other than he's fighting to keep his fiefdom, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and,
0: and that's pretty much what, um, in a nutshell, what you're what you're saying. It's we were expecting Godfather. Yeah, in, I, on Tatooine, I was expecting right? at minimum, Peaky Binders on Tatooine. There you go.
1: And, you know, I, I and it's that sort of thing. It should have been okay. He has to establish himself. They did that in the show. But they did it in a way where it was kind of like, okay, wh- you know, oh, I'm going to be different. And I can understand it's a razor's edge of, for a protagonist. Mm. We want him in the world of crime and on the CD underworld of, of, of Star Wars. Yes, I want to see that. We can't make him too unlikable. And this is the problem we with got that completed. sort of half measure of yeah. the show where, where it always felt like the show always, whenever it focused on Boba Fett and this crime thing, that it was a neutral it, 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 the the story they told of uh, uh, in the first like four episodes probably could have been done in two. So all that stuff seemed dragged yeah. out. There are these weird incongruities of like, there's tons to nitpick. And as I always like to say about nitpicking, nitpicking often comes out when the overall product isn't holding your attention. If it, if you don't care about what the prime sort of what they're thrusting into your face about what the story is, your mind's going to start to wander about all these other details in the movie that may not be important, but start to undermine it totally because it's like you're not giving me anything else to focus on, and now I'm thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> what about this? What about that? That This show had a lot of that, and its forward momentum was sort of like it dragged early on, only picked up when Mando came aboard. And, you know, Boba Fett wasn't there for almost like it seemed like two episodes.
0: And here's a weird thing. like They're all... Yeah, they're all pretty much written by a combination between John Favreau and and Filoni, yes. right? With with a, a variety of directors from Robert Rodriguez to Bryce Dallas Howard. Um but what you end up having like again what we're saying is where's the crime in? And then and I and I got to see the last episode before you did, Miguel. And and uh but and you wanted like some some just some just uh, quick notes on it and I go, "Yeah, Miguel, uh it ends with uh, him throwing a melon at one of his uh, at, at, <laughs> at, at one of his one of his uh, 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 one of his cy- cyborg uh, c- cyber cronies, and it's like <laughs> he gets a melon executive producer. That's <laughs> right, exactly right, yeah. what it was, it is, and it
1: and it felt Every- it felt a ride that was like had some highs and lows, but at the end of it, you were kind of like, I don't know why we took this trip. Up to and including even the stuff that I liked with Grogu and Mando, because. Essentially, the end of season two of Mandalorian is so emotional. Grogu has to leave Mando. We don't know where he's going off with Luke. Very well, could have been at that point. We'd never see him again, and it's, it has all this weight to it. Right here in the book of Boba Fett, at the end of it, at the end of it, we're left with okay, Grogu is with Mando, and I guess they're off on adventures. And it's like, so you're basically saying that. The status quo that seemed to be so overturned at the end of Mandalorian season two is exactly where we're picking. We're going to have to pick up in Mandalorian season three. So it undid this. Like it's like. So what was the point of taking this trip? Like that. Overall, it's not that anything was horrible on the show. If anything, that
0: episode that you're talking about uh, was. And I said straight up, I said the most Star Wars-y thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. You got Luke, you got Ahsoka, uh, 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 Mando, Groku. Right. Um, and then, like, when they... And and, and the Mando, that's, like, a two-episode arc, you know, where he's going back and forth and it's like, well, did you get anything? Well, I've tried to speak with such-and-such with and, such and uh, you know, right, like yeah, they yeah. said that they would come. Um, the internet was like, Tomorrow just does nothing. He just stands there and doesn't say anything.
1: The weird pacing of this show is one of the biggest failures of it because it really does. You have the whole – we all needed and wanted to see what happened post-Jedi. How did Boba get out of the Sarlacc? All that. So we needed those answers. But they did it in such a way that you were just – Bored for like the first almost three episodes, in my opinion, you know, which kind of like dragged it out. And then that brings up the nitpicking because I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. So when we first see Boba Fett back out of the Sarlacc, right, in (laughs) book and in Mandalorian, we know Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. This is well established. Boba Fett, we see in Book of Boba Fett. Gets out of the Sarlacc, collapses, the Jawa steal his armor, and then he's left with, like, the remnants of mm. his flight suit, which have been burned through <laughs> and ripped and, and torn to shreds, okay? <laughs> and then he's picked up by the Tuskens for his Dances with Wolfstick. Okay! I get that they show us, like, the early days of how he's being taken into them, and that's a whole weirdness in there, because it's good, but it begs all these strange questions, because it doesn't make any sense. It's like... He tried to, the, the one guy didn't want to let him escape, and then he comes on, they want to keep him, why'd they bring him in the first place? You didn't understand, they expanded the Tuscan culture, but they were still very opaque. But my problem is this. He's in that, wh- that whacked out, that, that ripped up flight suit that's all everything, and I get it, if it's for his early days when they haven't quite brought him in, fine. The problem is, is that the moment when he changes into that black suit, we see the black robes, is five years later.
0: <laughs> so you're telling me he's been in those pajamas in for those, five years. He was in those
1: tatters <laughs> in the middle of the desert <laughs> thriving with the Tuscans for five years when you are not giving me something like, is that an important detail that I just brought up? I don't think it's that important. But maybe that's why the Tuscans
0: I don't know. Well, I, I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't really have a problem with that much. I mean, it really, uh, it, it was a nice, like you said, um, it was a nice, um, a, a, a nice, it a nice view, Boba. a nice view of scenery. Not just that, but with the Tuscan Raiders, it was, it was nice to see who, they, like, to, for them to give us a little bit of who they are. Or the fact that they, they carve these things, which, by the way, I, I made a joke okay, and wait. I put it on Instagram. Okay. It was like woodworking with Tuscan Raiders. You know? Well, yeah. Okay, Ed.
1: Okay, Ed. Let's, let's, let's talk about that.
0: <laughs> where is the fucking
1: wood coming from? <laughs> where is the wood coming from? Where? where okay, if you tell – uh, uh, all right. The only, like it, like it, wood it, – like The tree up? only reveals itself. I guess if you get,
0: if you get the little gecko if you get the in your, gecko in your brain. LSD
1: I suppose <laughs> This is one of those th- like again like it's a nitpick but because everything was so slow moving and the, uh, there wasn't any interesting that about agree. absolutely Boba's crimeing stuff
0: you're kind of like Ehh. And again, they gave out like a good – they dedicated a good amount of time into that tripping, like him tripping out.
1: Right. And just Which like was the other part. Trait. Okay, this is the other part. I was happy that they gave – they humanized Boba. They said, okay, he's not just – he's a person – he's a human being. Hmm. He can be a black-hearted bastard. He also has – he's not completely inhumane. He felt for these people when they were slaughtered. He wanted to get vengeance for them. Okay, but okay, we had those – all those – Those. he's going in the back to tent again. Here we go. I'm watching the show going – Get me to the back to tank <laughs> again. Yeah, we need to see this again. And, and if there had been, as you said, flashbacks to his teenage years, flashbacks to being raised by his father, flashback that helped to you know fill him out more, that would make that would at least be a good a good use of time. But instead, it was just here's a bunch of images, and which I and thought now he's in the back I thought
0: tank. they were throwing me this this bone of like. Hey, we're going to get into this idea that the Jedi eventually, uh, once we're done with the season, it's going to end with him going. I need to kill the Jedi, right? Because he's got that that uh, he's got that thing on his on his back about vengeance yeah, for my father. When do you kill my him? Dad, yeah. be, because there's a str- okay. We get. I think they they've established the strong connection that he's had with his father. His father being murdered by the Jedi, um, which by the way brings me to the connection of like. You know, Tatooine, everything happens on Tatooine. There's your Darth Vader connection right there. At some point, maybe in the future, they're going to throw us. You're, well, you're like I said, I thought,
1: that, I thought that the Tusken stuff was as much about this show as it was possibly about Kenobi.
4: Mm.
1: Uh, that's just me. I have a little pet theory that, like, they did. What was good about that Tusken stuff, as I said, was it fleshed them out. It made them a more understandable culture. mm and I don't know. I could see things that were established there getting even more fleshed out, even in Kenobi, given the setting and all that. But that's a that's a whole other. Um, there's good stuff. The characters they surround Boba with in this in the show are visually good, and the the concept of them is is. Really oh my good. god!
0: The I was I was raving about how they they give tamora the the um what the way he uses the gaffy stick uh and making that like him fight like as if he were a maori warrior you know like oh well, yeah that was yeah. tamora himself right, between, right. That, that well, i mean his his uh, his match with uh with um um uh not Comband, um v- uh bane
1: yeah yeah right? can yeah.
0: yeah right so um and that final you yeah. know uh, well, final lead. might
1: be a little
4: weak.
0: Yeah, know, okay. There's right.
1: this beeping sound at the oh, end right, when, okay, when, when okay. he's got stabbed, okay. and shit like that happened has happened to Gad yeah, Bane yeah, yeah, before, yeah. and so true. like people are already theorizing he'll they're okay. going to bring him back at all some right, point. Right. But okay, like I said, they surrounded him with a lot of really good characters. Um, obviously Ming na Wen is an MVP. She's always good, and she's great at in this part of. His loyal super lieutenant who is in her is her in her own right a badass. She's a robot, right? Uh a cyborg. Cyborg. She has cybernetic things here because you got shot. Um, you have something even as throwaway as like, because this is a Robert Rodriguez you know, joint. You got Machete himself, Danny Trejo, as the new Rancor keeper. That's I'm the Rancor keeper. I mean, that is <laughs> that is th- you just see that and you go, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. That's perfect casting. Um, This uh, giant—he has his own Chewbacca, and you know, I don't know how to pronounce it. I won't even try. i don't know—but that's a good idea. Uh, Jennifer Beals as the as the Miss Kitty who runs the cantina. I have no idea where they where they
0: went with that, but
1: these are all good. But they don't seem to amount to much. So and and it's like like you said. Jennifer Beale's character introduced very interesting. Her, You know, you see her. Obviously, she's been operating this place for a while. She was used to f- working for the Hutts, used to working for Bib for Fortuna. You get a real insight into her when she confronts the Wookiee in her place. That was a great scene because it was good for both of those characters. Mm-hmm. It showed her slyness, the way she handles situations, and it showed him as a character where he was self-aware enough, where he was like, "Like, I know what you're doing, lady. I don't give a fuck. I'm still ripping this guy's arm off, and I'll still leave. The show had good moments like that. Characters are good, but you didn't care where it was going because it was very slow and opaque. It didn't grab you where it needed to grab you. It was great for lore. It was great if you were a Star Wars head. As you said, the most Star Wars things I've ever seen happen on the show. You know, Moments like that. And we have uh, a, a part we're coming up here where um, we're going to talk to uh, two friends of the show, uh, Xavier and Jeremy, uh, two uber Star Wars fans, about their take on things. And they say some things that I really have to uh, explore further after we come back on the other side. And one of the big ones is it ties into you saying the most Star Wars thing because there is a problem with the show. And I ultimately do lay it at the feet of Filoni and Favreau. Uh, and we will come back to that after some words from friends.
0: Ghost Dog Studio. Another friend of the show, or should I say the mother of Be Continues, a fanboy podcast website, Tamara, runs Ghost Dog Studio. From film scoring and editing where imagination, sound, and ideas converge. That's ghostdogstudio.com. Go to ghostdogstudio.com. Freddy's Bar, a Brooklyn local institution located at 652 Fifth Avenue, Park Slope, Brooklyn. If you're thirsty and if you're looking to support local artists and musicians, come on over to Freddy's or check them out at freddysbar.com. Now, Johnny, you and I, we've played gigs there, right? Yeah. And they've got a whole back room full of live entertainment, So after a long week at working from home during these times, close up and come hang out with your buddies at Freddy's Bar. That's freddysbar.com. And uh, now here
1: comes the part of the show where we're going to be uh, talking uh, and getting some opinions from some uber Star Wars fans that are friends of the podcast. Uh, Hold on as I try and reach through the veil of material form and contact him. (laughs)
5: <laughs> razor, you, razor! You, 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 t- you, t- you totally missed an opportunity there to, to name drop the world between worlds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how so you should have <laughs> put the, <you> <laughs> put
5: the rebar bar on one right, right before I said that. <laughs> the world between worlds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listening, uh, the,
0: the king of Star Wars, well, Jerry, who's now a force ghost at this <laughs> point, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's not it's not razor, it's razor. Razor, right, ah, right. So that's you keep, what you keep
5: forgetting the apostrophe.
0: Is that what the midichlorian gods have told you? It's like uh Jeremy, it's not what my
5: fifth lords told me.
0: <laughs> you, have, you guys have no idea what the fuck's
4: going on
1: here, right? <laughs> if I told you I would blow your minds. <laughs> Uh, so, Jeremy, um, we're, obviously, uh, anyone who uh, is still listening at this point knows we're talking about Boba Fett. And
5: uh, Wait, Boba <laughs> Fett ended? No, I'm, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going to just get about that. Now, Jeremy, um, we're, we want to get your, uh, your take on, on the season as a whole. You were sort of back and forth about even the existence of a Boba Fett show for a while. Now, having seen it you know, from beginning to end... Your what were your likes and dislikes ultimately, and wh- wh- how did you how did you, how did you feel about it as a whole?
5: On the whole, I think there was more good than bad. I think it uh, they just should have called it Mandalorian two point five.
1: Obviously, we uh, yeah, that we knew that joke was coming. <laughs> um, so, um, 2.0? Your your the what were your, what were what were a hi, what were the highlights and what were you think the overall the biggest flaw
5: highlight for you first sure. uh, the the top highlight of the whole thing of the whole series the top, the top thing that's what you're asking yeah the fucking Boba Fett riding the Rancor I mean come on
0: <laughs> how is that not the top for everybody
5: <laughs> that, that has literally got to be the top for everybody I don't, I don't I, if you say anything else I, I wait whoa wrong. whoa whoa that is, that
0: is not the return of Luke.
5: Better, no, absolutely not.
0: A better a better cgi uh, a deep fake of Luke. I mean,
5: See, I, don't, things I, things. I, I I don't necessarily agree with that. I I had a hard time watching this one more than I did the other one. Mm. I'll right. be honest. It's right. something, something about it was something about it seemed more off than the other one. And I I, I can't quite figure out what it was because I've watched it a couple times and it just it didn't it, something seemed more off. So than, so than the so
1: Rampaging Rancor that that's in your top moment. Overall, no, 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 not 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 Ram-
5: Just Boba Fett, right, riding right right the, the Rancor. Rancor. Gotcha. That 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 sequence where he just comes bounding over the buildings and starts t- they start taking down that droid was phenomenal. Was was spectacular and glorious, and all of the ridiculousness that is Star Wars is summed up
0: in that <laughs> sequence.
1: Right,
5: exactly.
0: Well, here here's a litmus test. Uh, what do you, um, when it comes to the kids? What do your kids? What did your kids think of it if they if they if they saw it?
5: My kids loved that part. Like those, my put it this way: my kids loved everything from almost the exact midway point of the season, from from episode three, about halfway through it, to the end of it, was really good. And the first three and a half episodes were kind of like, "Oh my God, what's going on? Now we have Power Rangers. Why do we have Power Rangers?"
0: (laughs) Again, no, notice how, notice how like, Miguel and I are not, you know, we're not disagreeing with you. You know what I mean, It's just, I think that's just overall what a lot of these fans But again, are.
5: it comes back to the ridiculousness of Star Wars. So, you know, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is. You know, it was fun, but uh, there were parts of it that could have been changed.
1: Is there, obviously. is there, is there, is there, uh, uh, what for you are uh, sort of the, the again, the, the, the low light then? what What is the thing about it that you think was the missed opportunity or... That they didn't really handle all that well.
5: <laughs> I don't think they handled Luke Skywalker all that well.
0: Really? Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna... I,
5: I don't. I don't think that whole sub story where he went there had to be in there. Like yeah. I could like the, the whole thing with him with, with going to the armor, and I and that's and that's my thing. Like everything that I want to talk about about the show. Deals with the Mandalorian and not necessarily Boba Fett. Fett, It's like, so they kind of, uh, you know, they gave Boba Fett depth and they gave him character and character growth and all this stuff. And I get it. And okay, but where's it going? What's it lead to? I mean, he's, so he's no longer the fucking badass that he was. Is that what you're telling me? Now he's just some run of the mill criminal dude. I don't, you know, I still don't understand the direction of it. And I, 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 I fear going into it was what's the point point? and you know we kind of got <laughs> half the point with the whole Mandalorian section of it you know that okay that was the point the point was to further the Mandalorian story and put the players in place that they, that they needed to carry through all these other series that they're doing that was the point of it and they kind of shoehorned the rest of the story into fit that so it's kind of like how I feel about episode nine. You know, yeah, but, <laughs> but we have ideas for really cool visuals, but now we got to shoehorn a story to fit the visuals, and it just doesn't. Mm.
1: And and you know. and and you and that you just you literally said starting off with what was your highlight? You you said it's not that the visual stuff wasn't good. You want to see Boba Fett ride a rancor, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's a great idea. It's okay. Can you make something compelling where we get to the point where? Why? Yeah, how do we, we get there? It's
5: like they had they had that idea, and then it was like, "How do we get there?" And it's like, "Okay, so you worked backwards from the visuals that you wanted to see to the story that you wanted to tell, and it doesn't. It usually doesn't work like that."
0: Hmm. Well, oh, okay. So I mean, they were all. We're also. I mean, on the internet's were the the internet's were going nuts about how. Oh wait a minute! He flies uh, slave one. I'm sorry. Uh, what is it? What what what's he? The, 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 fire name, spray. the fire spray yeah. ship into the rancor. It's rank not or.
5: the fire spray, it's his fire, fire, fire spray, spray. Because fire spray is the brand of ship it is, not the name of the ship.
0: I mean, I've heard fanboys just going nuts about, like, oh, he he, he flies that thing into the rancor. Like, how dumb is he, you know, to even do that? and Or even to assume that his armor was there, you know? Um, like, wh- what do you make of of, of scenes like that? Or even that argument.
5: I think the argument's dumb. People trying to nitpick. I mean, I thought it was. I I, I thought the visual of Slave One, and I will always call it Slave One. I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) Sue me. I thought the visual of Slave One being turned on its side and going slowly down into the pit was awesome. I thought the whole the whole concept of it was fascinating, and I enjoyed it immensely. And I agree with all of the chatter that is, why did he even assume that his armor was down in the pit if he got out of the pit with his armor on? Does that make sense? Yeah. So why why is his assumption that somehow he got out of the armor, got taken out of his armor, and then then the armor somehow wound up back in the pit? I didn't understand that part
1: deserts and that's holes. what i didn't get desert holes i think i just i think you know
5: yeah and that's and you know so 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 again that's what that's what i i come back to that was a super awesome and amazingly cool visual to see that right yeah and look at all the tentacles and everything like that and it's like well how do we explain him doing that oh well let's have him looking for his armor yeah but and in some reason the writer room's going yeah but he had his armor when he busted out of it so why are like shh <laughs> we just we need to get this Don't done. Speak. <laughs> it loose it loosely fits. The visuals cool. People aren't going to ask questions. And of course, we well, ask well you know,
1: it, it is funny that at the end of you know every episode of Mando and at the end of every episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett, they have this uh, thing where they give us the they give us the concept art, right? At the end of every uh, the, during the credits. Yes, and it's interesting that you t- you know you like. It's obvious pre-visualization is a big part of this show, uh, but I think
5: that- and, it, and it and it is. But at what point is the is the visualization writing the story? Right. That's that's and that was and that and that was and that's kind of my where I come back to.
4: Mm-hmm. I
1: and I I I I, I have I'm going to say some things uh, that are going to both uh, stuff that you said that I agree with and that, that I'm going to kind of springboard off of when when uh, you listen to the podcast later on. Uh, thanks Sorry. Jeremy again for, uh, 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 for coming in. Uh, d- where do you see any of this going before we let you go? Like, okay, so given how it ends, Boba has got his little kingdom. Uh, it's obvious, you know, Grogu is now back with Mando. Um, where, where do you see, uh, anything going for the, you know, it- with the story?
5: With whose story? That's that's. Well, that you know, just either with,
1: or. Where 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 we where are we going with both Boba and then obviously Grogu's back with Mando. So where do we go with that?
5: I think it's all building up to the War for Mandalore. Uh, that's what I think it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right.
5: And that's and that's why I think they're putting all these players in place. That's why they're putting. Obviously, Boba Fett does not say the crime lord of Tatooine because that would kind of screw up with the you know the post sequel. Mm-hmm.
0: And also the the, the sequel
5: in- trilogy. So, so at some point that has to be wrapped up. And what better way than to take you know the original Mandalorian, the singular original Mandalorian, and, and put him back on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 just where it's that's where it's going. I don't. I, I, maybe they maybe they fold the, the legacy of Mandalore into fighting the chist or something like that. Because I mean, Thrawn's coming. <laughs>
1: I literally predicted that you would say that.
5: (laughs) But it's hard to not assume these
1: things. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just saying, we were walking down the block, Jeremy, literally. And I said, and what do you think is going to go? You know, I said, um, at some point, he's going to bring up the Chiss and Thrawn. I guarantee you.
0: (laughs) Have to. Well, look, I mean, uh, and you know what? Uh, I don't think any of us uh, think you're incorrect. Uh, You got Ahsoka here. You've got they uh, It's. They already casted. I. Th- I believe they already casted uh, a live action Ezra. Right, Ezra and Sabine. And Sabine, right? So-, and so yeah, they've 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 cast live action versions of all of them. From what I've heard. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I mean, and I, I think that I think I, I think the rumored one for both Ezra and Sabine
5: is spot on. I. I- I look forward to seeing it. I, I think I think why not cast the guy who did the voice for Thrawn? What the fuck? Why wouldn't you? <laughs>
0: uh, why
5: not, right? That's my favorite one. That's why your not? favorite one. And we also
1: thought that was <laughs> uh, uh thanks Jeremy for for giving us some of your time here. You're a busy man, I know. He's actually taking a little time off I, from work. I
0: think, I think the media chlorians are calling you. <laughs> I think they're calling you back. I think you I think he's just I'm, I'm relaxing in my car right now. I mean, I don't have to go. You're
1: taking <laughs> <me>. oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's cold out there, guys. What do you want to fucking?
5: <laughs> it is cold. That's why I'm sitting in my car with it running.
0: <laughs> well, dude, uh, uh, you know we miss you, and uh, maybe uh, hopefully, I miss you guys too. I, I
5: I was just thinking about that. I haven't been out there for like two years. It's crazy. It's not right. Really- ah, it's been wrong. two
0: years.
1: It's been yeah, two years. It's to- wow. right before yeah. lockdown. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, well, look, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna head on over when we talk about uh, the bat the Batman. Or any of the other stuff that's coming, that's coming up up soon. Um, you're more than welcome to, man. We miss you here, so. Okay, and, uh,
1: the best, the best.
5: I I do have to get out there again soon, and, uh, definitely have to stay in touch, because I, (laughs) I miss you guys.
1: We, uh, we miss you. Always thinking about you and yours, the family. I hope everything is good, and, uh, Jeremy will be a backets. Now you must dissolve back into the ether.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I shall return to the world between worlds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now, now. Here's the question, Jeremy. Do, do you know, as Force Ghost, because you now have this option, are you uh, original cut Anakin, or are you?
0: <laughs>
1: so, say, in other words, do you or, appear or, as you? Do you appear as you look now, or do you? Or you Sebastian, look like, or do you look like I remember you in high school? <laughs>
4: I'm
5: I'm I'm David Prowse Anakin. That's who you're I am. You're David Prowse Anakin. <laughs> what? One hundred percent. in all respect, I am David Prowse Anakin. That's
0: just who it is. <laughs> that is a T-shirt waiting to be written. I'm David Prowse Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for. Uh, for all right, guys. You're welcome. Thank take you for it easy, me. man. All right, man. You. We'll talk to you a bit. All right. Later, guys. All right, and now we're going to check
1: in with another. Uh, friend of the podcast uh, Xavier Mr. X uh, Book of Boba Fett start to finish you've seen it give me your highs and give me your lows give me me an example of of what they did that you were just gaga over
2: um I really like the episode where uh, he was within the the Tuscan Raider community. You know where they took him in, trained him. The dancing with I wolves. Know. The dancing
0: with wolves episode.
2: Right, that that was a great episode, um, and of course, the Luke Skywalker episode. Uh, that that was top. Uh, a top episode, also, even though, even though I feel like it had nothing to do with uh, Boba Fett at all. So <laughs> that's the theme of this, apparently. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I think us as Star Wars fan, longtime Star Wars fan, you know, we've all romanticized. Like, I wonder what Boba Fett was like when he was a teenager. I wonder what Han Solo did in his twenties. You know, we we've had like years and decades to like. Uh, Manifest all these things in our heads of like you know what all these characters were up to in between like movies and in between like all these uh, shows and stuff. But now that we you know it's starting to come to fruition, it, it, it just came crashing down on me for the most part. <laughs> so, but <laughs> you know the, the highs again were were that was I think that was episode two maybe right the the, the one with the Tuscan Raider or episode three.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was, then, it, was again, it was in that it was in that period of the show.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then and then. Uh, oh, the other good episode was one where um, Mando uh, busted out his uh, dark saber, and um, oh yeah, yeah. That was that was another great episode. Which has nothing to do with Boba <laughs> Fett. <it> again, I, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know what really you know. A lot of it has to do the lows for me. The lows for me, I have to nitpick because I'm a uh, I'm a biker. Are those uh, the get along gang <laughs> in, in Tatooine? Tat- 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 I feel like all vehicles, all vehicles in the Star Wars universe, need to be top notch. You know, George Lucas is a, a car guy. Right? Yeah, he's a gearhead. American, yeah. Gra- he, yeah, he's a gearhead. American graffiti. Yeah, you know, like. He, he's all about good, good-looking, handsome, beautiful-looking vehicles. Those those vehicles that those uh, teenagers, whatever how old were they were, I mean, the Power Rangers were driving. They, yeah, Power Rangers. Like well, I got, I got the Mighty like, Morphin Vespa Rangers. Right, they look like a bunch of Vespas. If you're going to create like a, a biker uh, gang, you know, you need to make it look like a speeder bike. You know, have it long with that long uh, well, uh, protrusion.
1: Uh, right. Well, well, let,
2: let me just put it this way.
1: I would buy the setup of those kids on Coruscant. Tell me that they're part of like an urban, but no, no one imports those bikes to Tatooine and has them look like that after a week.
0: You know Thank what you. I mean? They're, they're, you know what I mean? Way too shiny. Like
1: be, between the, between the sand, the grit, the grime and all the rest. No, they wouldn't be these perfect pristines. And I know, I know people would say stuff like, Oh, well, you know, they're in a gang. They're really fastidious about it. It's like, at some point, you'd be like, we spend more time cleaning these fucking bikes
2: <laughs> yeah, than exactly. we do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, also, also, it looked like, where did you like get the parts from? Earth? Did you go to Earth to get these parts? Like, I don't want to be, you know, parts of it looks like it came from a junkyard from Earth. I wanted to make, you want it to look like it was from Tatooine. Well, know? this is
1: like, this is like that scene in the prequels where Obi-Wan goes to that 1950s diner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right it's the sort of thing where and i know that star wars is is, is supposed to be you know it, it's science fiction but yeah there's a lot of course star wars takes influence from the real world but there's influence and then there's just like no this is straight up just this thing with the weird star wars coat of paint on it
0: oh well they, they, there's uh, 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 not just that but like i think the the internet was going kind of they're flipping out about the um that one biker guy with the with the cybernetic eye. Uh he does like the the three sixty gunshot after you know when they're carrying uh Chrysanth Chrysanthem. Uh-huh. Right? And everyone's like, Well you take a look at the sh- wow, look at that. Like I don't know like why that's why that's even a thing. But uh Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean uh okay, so so what about any of the, the low any other low points?
2: <laughs> no, I mean like I feel like Jennifer Beals, like she she was just oh, so underutilized. Like like, what was she really there for? She, you, you know, like, like she's a a good actress. I feel like there should have been more done. And the setup was very good.
1: The idea of Jennifer Beals as the Madam of the Pleasure Palace at Mosespa makes yes. sense. you know that she's a good performer. What they showed exactly. of her was really good. Like, you wanted more from that character,
0: right? I mean, it'd be nice if, and if, if the setup was, oh, you know, the next season two of Book of Boba Fett. They set it up as this. Oh, she didn't really die. She's been. She's behind. She's been. Well, well, well. It'll be her. It'll be her twin. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Why not? Um, So,
1: um, so were you happy overall with the show, or or did do you know you know at once it was finished? How did you feel about the ride you took? Um
2: i i'm i'm neither happy nor nor sad i'm 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 always glad to get more you know star wars content of course, but i kind of it just feels net net to me you know what i mean your <laughs> your
0: your lukewarm skywalker basically yes <laughs> exactly Ba-dum-ba. Yeah, and
2: and one thing you know i feel like with a lot of these star wars shows I hate to say it, but they need to stop drawing from the past too much. I feel like, like make it its own thing now. You know, like I, I think it, we, we it's already established that Disney now owns Star Wars. You know, I, I get that directors pay respect to like those who came before them, but let's make some new shit happen. Sorry if I'm not allowed to curse. Nah, but you say Let's make it. So, let's. Let's say, let's make some new stuff for Star Wars again. You, you know, like so things X, that X, you make know what
1: sense. you know what X. Um, I'm just going to say this. So what you're saying is you full throatedly support Kylo Ren's sentiments.
2: <laughs> kill the past,
4: <laughs> kill the past,
2: kill the fear. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess yeah. I'm I'm, I'm on board with that now. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much nostalgia going that it, it, you know. It, it was good for the 80s. It was good for the 90s. It was good for the 70s. But it's 2022. Let's 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 make Star Wars good again.
0: Okay, got gotcha. you. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. 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 I, uh, that's a wonderful statement. I love it. I love it. Tatooine is a
1: shithole. Everyone knows it. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> I t- look. Order look, 66 t- is a I wonderful t- thing. Look, I talked to Emperor Palpatine. He said he didn't do it. I don't see why he would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all, all right, X. Where, where do you uh, where do you see at the end where we were left off with this? Where do you see it going? Because obviously the two stories are. Boba Fett uh, establishing himself as a crime lord, and then now we have the, you know, Mando and Grogu have been reunited. So where do we go with that, do you think?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> An honest man! I, I, yeah, I have, I have no idea. That's where the show left me, is really, I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, for all I know, they could be, you know, part of the multiverse of madness after this. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs>
3: fucking.
1: X just turned into Patton Oswalt over here.
2: <laughs> you, you, you know, like you're gonna see a crack somewhere. and They're like, is that Star Wars over there? Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> They're infiltrating our universe.
0: I oh would be surprised. If, if,
2: if you know what, honestly, yes,
1: Disney, because Disney be like, hey man, uh, we we publish uh, Star Wars comics under Marvel. It's all good. <laughs> um, so um, I, I don't think we, we we we're gonna press you too much more here, uh, X. Um. Uh, it, it it's funny because uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, springboard some of the stuff that you're talking about when we rec- when we get back to recording because this is going to be uh, stuff we're gonna place in the middle of the podcast. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that you're saying that is that is definitely mirrors my overall kind of take of it. Uh, they, as you said, um, always happy to get no, more Star Wars. That's always going to have like they, they're going to have a, um, um, a, a, a a safety a handicap already just because it's Star Wars, right? So I'm, I'm going right. to, but at the same time, as you said, you know, you're left with this sort of like net net, as you said, it's kind of like, uh, at the end of it all. Um,
0: but they usually like, li- listen, you know, I have you on because you're an you're, you're an old, you're an old pal of mine. You, um, but also like you're one of few people, like whenever we end up watching these things, it's like, you're one of the few people who ends up like texting me like, Hey man, what you think about this? And, and, uh, if it stokes the interest, I'll get bombarded. You're one of those people that, that sometimes bombard me, pleasingly. And I love it when you do. Um, uh, and I know that as we get more Star Wars things, like Ahsoka, uh, when they end up bringing the Rebels people back into the fold, when Mandalorian Season 3 comes in, I know that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get like two things out of you when it comes to Star Wars. A... Man, this stuff is awesome. B, this stuff is killing my childhood, and I know I've gotten that from (laughs) you before. (laughs) But um, but hey, man, thanks. Uh, We um, we love having you on, Um, uh, and uh, you know we'll have you on. Yeah, you got to.
1: Yeah, you you, you know at some point you got to take a trip down here uh, and uh, come in the studio.
2: I, I would love to. Thanks for always having me on. And, uh, you know, I hate to come off as the angry Star Wars fan, but... Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's just who I am! <laughs> that's just who I am.
1: <laughs> okay, great talking to you, X. You have a good day, man, all right? Yeah,
0: man, thanks for everything. Thanks. Uh, all, right. all right. Take, take it, care, bro. guys. All right, we'll talk later. See ya. Okay, I want to... um. I want to introduce into the show uh, an old coworker of mine, who's a, a good buddy of mine. Again, one of these guys where, whenever there is a uh, um, something that we're watching, something that's on, whether it's Marvel or DC, whatever. And I, one of the few guys that I'm always getting texts from, and this guy is one of them. Uh, let me introduce to you Orlando Marin. Orlando Marin, should I call uh, uh, Orlando <laughs> Marin Junior? The son of famous, the son of the famous Orlando Marin Senior, the last Mambo King. I'm not joking, ladies and gentlemen. Go look him up. Um, but Orlando, <laughs> thanks for, for thanks for joining us, man. I mean, it's I know it's been a while since we've talked. Um, yeah, and I know you you have lots. You've all, you've you've had lots to tell me, especially uh, when you're texting me about uh, about Boba Fett. Um, what what are yeah, I, um what are some of the highs and some of the lows about the show that um uh, upon watching uh, Boba Fett
1: yeah highs first, um, highs first well, yeah, high what, worst, what work what worked
4: for you what worked for you I mean episode five six and seven were just everything you ever everything you always want to see you know mm-hmm. especially five and six and uh, seven was good five and six were great you know and um, that would be my highs. What? I mean, what? Who, doesn't love, who doesn't love episode five and six? I mean, those were great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the
3: funny thing is, uh, they, I didn't see
4: it yet. Yeah, J- oh, you John, didn't see it?
3: I didn't see it yet, and they, and they said, John, if you're going to watch the show, just watch the last
4: three. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, because I don't know if we can talk about the lows now, but, uh, you know, I kind of feel like one through four could have been a one-and-a-half-hour episode on the first one, like, you know? Like, just, like, the first episode, make it a half hour longer and do the, like, the character building and all that. And then I feel like two, three, and four should have been more like seven, you know? Mm.
1: So it's a big, so you, uh, you think that a, a, a f- they had a, a big problem, uh, issue with pacing and, you know, the flow yeah, of the
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There was too much uh, back the tank and flashbacks.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. they, I, li- I literally said, I, "I literally said recording." I said, "I said, yeah." They w- there was all these moments where it's like we're gonna get flashbacks. And we're gonna see things from That's, his past and like yeah nope he just wakes up in the back to tank. We
0: didn't learn anything about his past. <laughs> oh right, right. And yeah. then and then, <laughs> and then when the Gamorrean guard like gets injured, it's like throw him in the back to tank. You know like it's like now we yeah. I think we
1: realize right now that this was all just propaganda from Big Bacta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big Bacta. <laughs> um,
4: uh, so yes.
1: <laughs> so uh now like um it's not, like, the, the, the prevailing sort of, like, take on the show does seem to be that those three last episodes are the most, the greatest Star Wars stuff you've, you've ever seen, and it was a slog to kind of get to it. Um, where they leave you off on the show, obviously Boba's now thoroughly on the throne, and Grogu is back with Mando, um, where do you see it going, or where would you like to see it go? I mean,
4: I you know, I, sh- I should have said this when you asked me about the low points, but um, I I think they need to if they they need to take Boba in his own like badass direction. You know, it was just a bad idea to have four like really slow paced episodes and, and have Mando come in, and so we 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 need like a season two of just Boba kicking ass, like you know.
1: I, well, Ed will, he points out something. Me and him had a conversation about weeks back, but I was just like, okay. I love the setup of, of Boba as a crime lord. We don't really see a lot of criming.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, episode seven was pretty badass, I thought, when they were fighting, you know?
1: Right, yeah. And again, but that's like, okay, he can't have, like, he can't be like, like, a show about Boba Fett can't be about him having, like, a a mob hit in the middle of town square every week. Like there has yeah, to be, of course, yeah. yeah, you know, and that's the thing they're like, like, give me more of like, what really is the difference between this, this ex-mercenary basically as a crime Lord and, and, and the Huts? what are the issues? What, what does he have to do as a crime Lord that is not, that the audience is not going to like where it is like, nah, he's a, you know, are you, do you need to be reminded he's a mafia, Don, so he's not a nice guy. And I don't know if the show ever even
4: dared yeah, to go true. to that
1: into into those areas. You know, ironically,
4: Mando Mando does on his own, and just in those two episodes, he was more ruthless.
0: <laughs> you know, but there was a lot Did of like that the
4: fight scene in the meat locker that was badass, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but there was a lot of that, like you know, like uh. So, Mando, what do you have for us today? Uh well this and that and then he goes away and comes back Mando what have you got for us today <laughs> there, there, there was a lot of yeah. that going on my uh, name is Boba Fett
4: <laughs> uh, uh you know I, one one thing I want to add that I can never hear anyone really mention is like I just feel like they either needed to de-age the actor or no you one. know I hate I hate to say it but he's like he's just too old Ed, because Ed when you tell him. And tell him
0: because how he's, old like, he is
1: no, no. Tell him because you he said sixty, no, right? I've always this. I, this is something I've t- brought up with you multiple times, which is that uh, yeah, um Boba Fett's supposed to be our. Oh age. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett he's supposed to be in his like early thirties,
4: early forties. He's supposed to be in his
1: like his forties if you calculate. You know, w- you know how n- whether you slide up a few years here and there, giving like okay, how old is he at the end of attack? You know, at the end of Attack of the Clones, right? He should be at best in his like early forties.
0: No fair! I have to say this about Orlando. Orlando is a guy who works out. Like him and I, like over (laughs) the years, uh, I like he would send me videos like, uh, "Hey man, check out me doing this handstand thing." And Orlando's a little older than us, all right. But the guy, I'm 49. Yeah, do not be fooled. This man is like uh, you know in in, in top form, (laughs) and he would. he, he said to me. He said, "You texted me and said." Yo, man, this guy, Tamar Morrison, he's this guy's fat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: it's like, dude, if you're gonna play Boba Fett, he gotta he's gotta get on steroids to do like a Sylvester uh, Stallone. I, see, like, I, I,
0: I felt the need to defend to defend him. I'm like, guy, you know, I'm like, okay, Orlando,
1: I I
0: would agree with you in when
1: he showed up on Mando, when he first appeared on Mando. There was a reason he was why so sad, yeah. he was a little thicker. Um, <laughs> the robes and stuff were designed to be black and stuff to slim him down. Absolutely. But he, they showed him in you know, when, you know, in the back, to the tank, then he just had like some skivvies on. And I think he's, I think he's definitely, uh, why am I defending tomorrow Morrison from looks? <laughs> anyway, um, I, mean- uh, uh, I, I think that the, the, One of the biggest issues, I think, with the show is that you kind of didn't get, like, an overarching, like... They definitely expanded Boba's character. They gave him some humanity, the stuff with the Tuskens, everything. I still don't think I ever really got that, why he is like, now it's like, I got my armor back, and I want to be a crime boss now. Not, why not, Mm -hmm. like, like he, he very easily he could have done, like, a, I got my armor back, and you know, I'm getting old, I'm gonna pull one last big job of something, I'm gonna, I'm like gonna get some millions and retire. That that,
4: would have been really, that would have been a good show.
1: Right, and now, instead, it's Boba Fett has put himself in a situation where, like, it's, if this is about his quote-unquote retirement, and he's too tired, he doesn't want to be a hunter anymore, this isn't any less stressful or dangerous. (laughs) If anything, it's more, as a bounty hunter... You know, you at least can, like, when you're done, you know, people can't go, yeah, I'm just traveling all over the place. No, I can't pick me. Here, it's like, you want to find Boba Fett? He's on fucking Tatooine. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Well, there's certainly a lot of stories to tell, and, you know, you can make up a lot of, like, cool narratives, like, in there. But, uh, you know, what bothered me was actually, like, the choreography. You can tell he has a problem moving. I don't know if you guys noticed. I mean, I'm just being honest, man. Like, you know, like. Well, because like with Mando, they use like a they use a, a double, right? Like it's sometimes a lot of times the other guy. Sometimes it's Pedro, fighting, sometimes
1: dude. it's yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I think you can that, tell it's actually well, Tamora. Like, well, Tamora is all, well, Tamora's in his fifties, right? Sixty-one. He's sixty-one. Okay. 61, yeah. So God of,
4: bless him. I'm not like you know, with the, the gonna, guy he, is You know, great. there's
1: going to be obviously some, some some thing which I wish they had done. Like you know, um a little a, a little more of, of again if if the reason is like look after that sarlacc bath um yeah i i i am not who i was as badass as i am and <sighs> i think the show was filled with a lot of weird missed opportunities i think that's probably Yeah the exactly yeah for sure you know things that could have been explored that they Instead, went we're like we just want synergy in marketing. We're going to bring back Mando. We're going to showcase Luke. We're going to showcase Ahsoka. I said this in another part. This sort of thing, where it's like it's only there. It's very Marvel. It is. We have produced a product. Who a big portion of this product is just promoting other product. Right. Nothing. I mean, I can, I can, I would be okay with that if it worked. You know. Right. If it was compelling, right? it was a compelling commercial. But it wasn't a particularly compelling commercial, you know what I mean? And
0: sometimes yeah, it works it was like well. Again, like um, again, the pretty much the internet saying, "Hey, you know, you might as well just call this like Man- the Mandalorian season three. Uh We're pushing off. We're or pushing to right? Ahsoka. We're going to give you the Mando. Uh, another Mando Here's series Luke right? again. Here's Luke again, right? You know, and I don't see. And, and oh,
4: by the way, what a great job they did with Luke, huh? With the with the deepfake guy, I think they got to do the uh, CGI
0: on the face. Do not just that with the voice. Uh, Hamill did not. Oh, Hamill did perform. the voice, right? No? no, he didn't perform on that. They basically, um, what do you call it, John? Resynthesized. They resynthesized his voice for that. So, oh wow, It sounded which is going to
1: get you know, gets into a whole other so thing. The beginning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, Orlando. You know, obviously we've got uh, the Shoka show coming up, and obviously um, Thrawn coming back. A lot of fans have sort of, like, had the theory working. It's like, this is Filoni. He loves to canonize EU stuff. This is... Mm -hmm. They are setting the stages for, basically, a Thrawn trilogy redo, only canonized. And if you're gonna do that, you gotta bring in Luke, Leia, and Han at some point.
4: Mm. That's gonna be our... I, th-
1: I th- said th- Because apparently they've showed in that episode that they're working on something to keep those characters uh, as we remembered them.
0: I don't think we even mentioned any of this at all. Like um, uh, Crimson Dawn, Like I don't even know if, if, if they're going to include that at some point in the future. But they have to. They have to address that. You know? Bo-
1: Boba as a crime lord
0: yeah. kind of would make sense for you to pass.
1: That's why a lot of people did theorize that we'd see Amelia um, Clark mm-hmm. at some point, yeah, even yeah. though we didn't.
4: Yeah, um, I thought that was going to happen.
1: And It does make sense, and it does kind of make sense in the time frame too, because this could be one of those like if you're gonna deep fake Harrison Ford, you include her in some in Mando season, you know Mando season three or Bo- Book of Boba Fett, whatever, and like okay, here's some adventures with these characters, because it is pretty obvious they're not done with Luke. Probably not done with Leia, probably not done at yeah, hand. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, Is that going to happen with Sebastian Stan, like we're supposed to play Luke?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. If they were going to do it, I, I, if they were going to pull that bandage, I thought, okay, the send-off in season, in, in season two of Mando, that's that's a great way. It's like, okay, and the next time we see Luke, it will be a recast part. But instead, the surprise of Book of Boba Fett was like, oh, we're still doing the CG thing, and now we don't even mm. need Hamill here? okay
4: <laughs> that's crazy
1: right uh thanks for the thanks for the talk like again this had this all had to be like a a a, a short thing you're always welcome to come back at any time
0: dude um, hey thanks for having me guys uh, the batman is around the corner so if you got some time man like i'll i'll get in contact with you but we really appreciate you uh you 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 calling in and uh I know, me. definitely Let I know me know. That you and i are always back and forth man so so really awesome and uh, yeah, great. Uh, look forward to
4: meeting your friends in person next time. <laughs> yeah, man. absolutely,
1: absolutely. Stay, stay, right stay warm out there, man.
4: All right, guys, cool. All right, you, man, one. thank you so much. Thanks. Nice. All right, we'll talk. You got later, it, bro. Please. Okay, later.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're on the back, uh, uh, coming back after uh, some thoughts from some friends on the podcast. All right, I want to. As I said before, I want to springboard over some of the stuff that they said and what you said. And it's this. and it's it's When you say it is the most Star Wars thing, and when Jeremy says that, it's like they had these ideas for these incredibly cool visual moments inspired by Star Wars. There was far too much of this season of Book of Boba Fett that honestly, you know, you see memes where... It's like, oh, hey, Robert, either, it's, it'll be either Robert Rodriguez or Filoni or Favreau and some meme, and it'll be like, you know, gets paid to play with his Star Wars toys, something like that, right? And that's the problem with this season. <laughs> it was like literally that end thing, which Jeremy loves so much, and I. it was a great action sequence. All the stuff in the final episode is cool because it's cool Star Wars action, but it didn't mean anything. It wasn't about anything. It was just like
0: throwing things uh, in a blender. Yeah, it was just like,
1: hey, wouldn't it be cool if he rode the Rancor and just you know busted ass? Yeah, of course that would be cool, but it didn't seem to flow from any natural like progression of the story. It didn't seem to have any buildup really, other than one a throwaway line of which was which seemed to be just a reference to the to the Clone Wars cartoon. They just wanted to do like, hey, remember when Bova said he wanted? And that's it. There's so much of the show which was just, hey, wouldn't it be cool if? And that was it. Wouldn't it be cool if there were cyborgs on on Tatooine that became uh, Boba's uh, henchmen? Wouldn't it be cool if we took this uh, Wookiee character from the comics? Wouldn't it be cool if Danny Trejo were... Well, look, I mean... But there was nothing built around it or for it or under it to undergird it that made it make any sense. Which is why the Mando episodes stand out. Because they were already part of a structure and a past and a history that had more meaning and everything else. So, like... when we see Mando struggling, you know, obviously to get back to the armor and all the rest, we have all this back history and stuff that you know that can induce emotional responses from us. Whereas the Book of Boba Fett stuff, it was just kind of like, ah, okay, and this
0: happened, and then that happened. Here's the funny happened. thing: the the like while I while I do say and maintain that some of the episodes were some of the most Star Wars things we've ever gotten, and I, my eye is always on the uh, this this. This Power Ranger group that he that, right. that basically he's subcontracting to, uh, subcontracting with, and uh, and they've become his 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 minions, right? Now at first I'm like it's so incongruous, like why do like they don't even belong in this universe? And I, and then I I thought about it. you make me think about it all the time. Droids animated, right? You know these 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 gutter snipes. Gar- uh, where, where, where there, by the way, I just, okay, hold on. I'm just going to cut you off. You remind me of this all the time. Droids. It, that just put an image of
1: my mind that you're just, you're doing your dishes at home <laughs> and then I come really close to your ear and I'm like, droids, Droid.
0: where it's like, damn it, Miguel, stop singing <laughs> that tune to my ear. And how does it go, Miguel?
1: Put my life in jeopardy. In the Hey, stop! That's it. it. Uh, I don't want to hear okay. anymore. All right, but yeah, it's okay. But uh, that, and, that they fit into that kind of and
0: yet they, they don't at the same time. You know, because if
1: you look at the designs of those characters on droids, even with their punk rock hairstyle yeah. and everything else, the costuming, their 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 craft, they were like, yeah, absolutely, they look like outer rim, um, you know, punks, whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. Whereas these characters did Which again goes to my hope. What I said before of like. Uh, he can have he he Boba Fett can have the Mighty Morphin Vesper Rangers that's fine I would cut it more slack if everything else had a thrust to it had a had a you know had more meaning behind it had more visceral but you know they're just
0: throwing things in now now here's one one other thing Um, apparently and I just caught this like uh, from a post a post credit scene uh, where Thundercat the musician right yeah Okay, it was just where I'm like, oh my God, that's Thundercat who's doing the, uh, the, 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 the cyber the modification, yeah. the modifications, right, in the mod shop. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what just happened here? They're just like, all of a sudden. Well, well, that
1: I, but see, I said to you that when that, and you defended the whole musical choice because I was going like, yeah, and then suddenly they go to the mod shop and it's a rave. And I'm going like, none of this feels Star <laughs> Wars. Uh, uh, I'm saying, give it a chance. Give like, it a chance. Like, yeah. no, no, okay, well, well, uh, uh, and it's like that's the that's the thing. And it, there's a lot of really cool ideas, cool moments, cool set pieces. The actors are all up to snuff because there's no, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just sort of like flowed. And then, like I've said before, it it ends where we're kind of like, well, we're kind of where we were at the end of Mandalorian season two. Really, I don't think a lot has uh, ha- has changed. We have a little more backstory on Boba. I guess we have a more understanding of what the situation is on Tatooine. And oh, we've—hey, Grogu has decided he wants to be with Man. He wants to be with Mando. Mando is now his de facto father. Like, okay, I guess that's moved things forward. I will say. Did it show why? Yeah, basically... Oh, you didn't see it, John. Okay, Uh, basically... So
3: Luke was like,
1: I'm done... No, 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 no. Basically, when Mando goes to visit him in an episode, um, Ahsoka is there, and it's it's the planet, I'm assuming, where Luke establishes the Jedi Academy that eventually Kylo Ren destroys, right? Mm -hmm. And they apparently are establishing that Grogu is like his first student that he's really teaching. And Ahsoka goes to tells Mando like and Mando's like I want to give him this cha-, he basically makes a Beskar chainmail armor for the kid and he's like I want to give it to him so that he's protected and Ahsoka's like Look he's a Jedi now you can't form attachments if you if he sees you now you're just going to put you know him in more in more pain that this is this this path you know he needs to be clear minded and Mando decides you're I guess you're right he gives it to Ahsoka Ahsoka hands it to Luke and Luke kind of comes to the realization he's like which is
0: by the way a big meme it's like what do you choose. Jedi, or, or being a Mandalorian, or, or
1: Mandal- or and, and uh, that very much was that is that is Filoni and Favreau looking into the Zen Buddhist sort of stuff mm-hmm. that influences because Ed mm-hmm. that is th- what basically happens is is Luke is there in this little room.
3: Oh my god! Full circle. Uh, have you tried Hinduism? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: we I don't no one we weren't <laughs> recording oh, by, that by stuff. Now, um, my niece, I have a niece. Um, she's half Korean, half Chinese, half Korean, and they do that, which is basically right. like they they'll put they'll they'll like um, the choice between being a doctor or being a lawyer. Like they do that, you know, two objects. Yeah, two and, objects. And this also goes in with uh, Buddhism. Mm-hmm. When a new llama is yeah yeah right, when
1: llama, they they put out all of these items in the you know uh, uh in front of the ch- a toddler or child, and one of them is an item from his past supposedly his past life, and if he goes towards that item, they'll be like, yep, he's the former llama reborn right, we, yeah, you got yeah, you know yeah. now you've got a choice, you can bring us the kid, and we can train him as a llama all but right imagine
0: but imagine like a oh, uh, uh luke skywalker c g i and by the way i i'm told that Mark Hamill's, Mark Hamill did not perform with, uh, what but they, this? Used, yeah. they used, they used,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, which is yeah.
1: crazy that they're doing that,
0: but okay. Yeah, so he, I, I heard
3: about that and I looked it up because I wanted to buy the plug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what buy are you it. planning on doing, John? <laughs> you can't buy it. Right. We're, um, we're out of the business. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. He's just going <laughs> to yeah. bring in anyone <laughs> yeah. to do our voices. No,
3: deep fake, you guys.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so basically that's it. Uh, Luke has a, gives him a choice between the armor the 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 the, the chainmail that uh, Mando gave, and Yoda's lightsaber, Yoda's actual lightsaber, and we find out that the decision was yes, uh, Grogu chose the uh, chose the chainmail, so now he's at the end of the story. He's with he's a Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian foundling. Well, they they point that out, and, and like that's the whole thing. He he goes like Ahsoka says, look. He's, he's a Jedi Padawan now, you know, and he goes, he's a Mandalorian, or is it the reverse? Either or, the point is made that Grogu is a child of both of these two systems, according to their own laws and everything. He was a Padawan before Order 66, and Luke says, like, that's his destiny. He's, uh, we want to get him back on the path where he was on. And Mando is like, well, according to how I was raised, he's a Mandalorian foundling. Like he has a right, found, right? to he They're has all orphans right? right he's like yeah we i i he has a right as a Mandalorian foundling to follow the path of the Mandalore again, good stuff, but uh, again, the book of Boba Fett, and we've just been talking about grogu and Luke and um and i what I wanted to say something also was but that the when you said. He had to make <laughs> uh, Xbox, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the eternal struggle. Uh, what I want to say when you said the most Star Wars stuff again is also something that is a plus for the show. And that is, but which also brings, gives you that whole like, this could have been so much more interesting and more compelling. That episode with Luke and Grogu. You know, there's this one point where he they they completely mirror the, the training with Yoda on... On, you know, with the back, only now it's Grogu on the back, and Luke is doing all the flips and everything else, right? And he gets to this point where he goes up this, like, this bamboo tree, and he's looking out over this, you know, the, this beautiful forest where he's training him and everything. And I was looking at that, and I said, it, t- again, 12-year-old me would never have imagined <laughs> that I would be sitting watching... Y- uh, it, young, young Mark Hamill in, 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 as, as doing, Luke in Kata. Run, doing all the Jedi stuff training <laughs> and as a Jedi master even with the slightly stilted all mm. that stuff I, you, a guy like me can't help but be like have good feelings towards that and it blows my mind that I even get it at all and but I, ultimately you still have to judge it on like was it a compelling and interesting story? Did it really hold your interesting? Was it a story you would – That, that, alo- that
0: along, w- along with the modern character saying, I'm a family of the friends, where Ahsoka's is like telling – Right, like, yeah. He's so much like your dad. Like right.
4: What? What do yeah, you think? We're getting what? a scene like that. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> but ultimately, it wasn't in service of a story. Ed, I, I don't think I would ever watch any episodes of the show other than the last three.
0: Mm, I don't yeah. think I would ever well, go back and re-watch. for me the first two like I love the Dances with Wolves episode I love it all right but everything in between uh, and, and I'm just like it's so incongruent uh, I feel very cheated that again I'm hoping that uh, Felony and Favreau are going oh yeah we got uh, we got some plans for Jennifer Beals like yeah we I got some it, plans it, for her it, does, it, it looks like yeah so um, because you don't roll her out. <laughs> and then kill her off and then then. kill her off i mean my god like uh when the trailer came out i'm like wait that's that's jennifer Beals. they're bringing her they're roping her um and and
1: then and then you hear the setup and it's like yes this makes sense that's great she's perfect for that part and yeah right so uh
0: again i also feel that um so the character so uh that sophie thatcher who plays uh the the girl uh cyberpunk right right Um, she's in a show called yellow jackets and I don't know whether it's again, they're trying to grab onto this, this new audience of younger, um, uh, girls even, um, like the, the same girls who are watching Zendaya and Euphoria and yellow jackets. Like, I don't know whether they're trying to grab from that, that pool of, of, of audiences because at the end of the day, it's your streaming services, right, you Yeah, getting really and hard. look, you know? again,
1: stuff like the, like I said, I don't, the mods probably wouldn't have stood out more if the execution was better. Like, would we really, like, would we be, in, would anyone really complain about the mods look if if that chase sequence had been off the chain? <laughs> if that was, a, like, seriously, if that had been like, eh, they kind of look silly, but oh yeah, they. this sequence has shown, not only is it a good sequence, but it shows me how valuable. Instead, it was kind of like, what? this is like a chase on rascals
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: it just it just it really always it like why, it's like they're on rascals for some reason um, I, I mean like, I don't want to completely crap on the show from because it wasn't horrible it was just kind of it
0: c- caught in neutral f- too often. It, it's also uh, one more thing I have to bring up is uh, the the marketing synergy. It's, it's all marketing, really. It's like, uh, hey, Ahsoka, remember her? Right, yeah. We're going to give you her show. Uh, Tim- Timothy Oliphant, uh, we're, uh, um, we're going to bring him back remember at some him? point. He's going to come in. At He's going to come back. Uh, hey, yeah, Justified hey, did, 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 in Space, we're definitely going right, to give did, you that at some did, did, point. Do you remember? Hey,
1: we're going to give you um, Cad Bane for the first time in live action. Um, stuff like that you know bringing you know as many threads of the Star Wars universe together as they can for this for, for I
0: mean this. I won't be surprised if one well, here's day the, here's the thing. Amy Sedaris gets her own series you know right. I but wouldn't... here's okay here's the
1: thing maybe that was one of the problems maybe instead of doing hey here's a whole bunch of you know it really is following the Marvel pattern of these products are just advertisements for other products rather than being stories unto themselves that, you know, will be compelling on their own, designed to be compelling, rather than, hey, here's a setup for a whole bunch of other things that are going to come afterwards, and we're going to put a lot of effort into that. Where we're going with the actual, you know, again, it's called The Book of Boba Fett.
3: You would think off the success of
1: uh, The Mandalorian that this would have been a layup. uh, Because the everything about it is a layup. Boba Fett takes over criming on Tatooine, you don't have to do much. Just show him as a badass crime lord. That's not what they did. Yeah. You know, that they, they and they didn't make what they did show particularly interesting.
0: Now I'll say something that uh, Robert Meyer Burnett on John Campion's show says a lot. All you need is one win. Because right now, when it comes to this show, everyone's pretty much on the same page. Like, yeah, like, what, where are they going about this? But all you need is... Kenobi is around the corner,
1: right? Yeah, and again, it, it you where know? you leave off on the show. As I kept talking to when we were talking to our friends, yeah, you know, I want to know where do you think this is going? And even with, as I said, the idea that it's like, well, with Grogu back with Mando, you just kind of negated the end of season two, and we're going to start season three where we were. He's with he's with the kid. Forces are after him, you know, for 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 the kid and. For the and for the Darksaber. Okay, where they're going, I'm interested. If the ne- if they give me a season two of Book of Boba Fett, where we're going to get into the crimeing, I want to see that. <laughs> you know, if we're going to get the war for Mandalore, if we're going to get, you know, more little looks, peeks into uh, mm. uh, um, uh, Luke, you know, I, I will not be surprised if at some point we, in fact, do see, like, at least young Ben solo, like a really, like, I don't necessarily, we see him training with Luke, yeah, yeah. Right? but we do get like that sort of like next time Mando bumps into Skywalker is like, well, this is your temple here. I was like, yes, yeah, so that's my, these are I, my I'm
0: going to sell you, th- I'm going to sell you this, John. Right? Uh Now, Grant, like, you know, again, like Miguel and I were pretty on the same page with how we feel about the show. There were some real interesting, ge- like really awesome gems. All right. Um, and this is a, this is eh not quite a spoiler. So Mandalorian, his ship, the Razor Crest, has been destroyed. He's telling Amy Sedaris, "I need a new ship, right?" Uh, I thought like um, you said that you had a ship for me. Takes she takes, uh, takes Mano to the garage, unveils. A pile of junk. <laughs> a pile of junk, which is an old uh, N one starfighter. You know the uh, from from episode from one from the prequel from the prequels. The,
1: the thing that the thing that kid Anakin was in when he's like woohoo and he's right? flying around. So
0: air. here's this piece of junk. It's like I thought you said you had a ship for me. <laughs> so that whole episode, a good chunk of it was basically a team style. We're like, montage montage yeah. we're welding we're building the ship and here's the thing ed missed
1: opportunity because jennifer beals has experience with welding and they <laughs> didn't even try and use it
0: <laughs> and and uh they established now mando She's just takes a us a flying
3: downtown girl on a saturday
0: <laughs> night <laughs> uh they soup this thing up to a point where republic republic x-wing starfighters are like you're, break, you're breaking like you know, like uh, speed laws here, you know. Uh, and uh, oh, we can't chase him; he's too fast for us, right? The same two guys that that he bumps into.
1: Obviously, the setup again. Again, I <laughs> want to see that fighter in action. You know, they people pointed out that like like the the, the way that the the port that you where the droid where the R two unit used to go in the in the when it was originally from back in the Anakin Skywalker days, it now has a bubble over it, and everyone's like. Well, yeah, that's where Grogu's gonna sit, right? <laughs> that's where he's gonna like he's gonna have his little buddy, you know, fly with So again, and I want to <laughs> see that. That's all cool. Where we had what we had to slog through to get there yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. as interesting. Not bad, not horrible. Always happy to get we more. We didn't even Star bring up the
0: dark saber. We didn't even bring that up. Well, the show didn't really do
1: do do much other than that 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 It's a great scene but like But well okay yeah. that again that Bryce Dallas Howard's episode is was the Mando preview because it mm-hmm. says, this is what the setup is going to be. People are going to come after him for the Darksaber because it's a symbol of blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, oh, we're going to get more into the, 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 the armor and what she's... that's a challenge lo- that she gave Mando of, like, mm-hmm. how, can I, how can I get back into the good graces? Well, you've got to go to the minds of Mandalore. Mandalor's a when, burnt-out When, he, when, okay, when, when, when the armor tells
0: him, you know, like, the, the sword is too heavy, uh, like, for every, every move that I do, uh, you have to... Like it listens to you, like that's new information, I'm like all right, I guess that's what not necessarily new they 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 mentioned
1: some of that, oh, with Sabine with Sabine and stuff, and how she trained with it, and also in general, that goes with the star Wars lore of you know Lucas always said, like, yeah, no, a lightsaber isn't like the weight of a flashlight. the lightsaber is an incredibly heavy weapon, mm. and that you know it's best that's it's why force users are best to use it because they have the physical ability to swing these things in a in a way anyway so they use the force to swing. Well, the I guess you know the, uh, I I just I think this is the general way you see the force allows people to like jump long and run fast yeah. and do all these physical abilities. It would also be that they would, you know, oh, I have the physical wherewithal to even, you know, handle one of the things and not get winded swinging it all around and doing all the things. Anyway, that's off the point. Point here is this. Eh <laughs> 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 that's that's kind of you know as sad to say because Tamora Morrison as Boba was one of the best parts of, of Mando I love his interpretation of this character I like the setup I like you know just the idea that you know oh here's all this Star Wars content we're getting and it's one of this classic character who's been built up but never really in live action has been given his due and they do it I get all that overall I don't know John if you ever bu- like I I'm not telling you not to watch it. You may watch it and find it interesting. I also, honestly, would tell you like, yeah, you could just watch the last three and you're good.
0: You're gonna spend you the could first watch the last
1: three, and you could you're caught up for for what's coming next.
0: For the most of it, it's like again, I, I love bringing this up: the Simpsons Yakuza episode where Homer says like, like,
2: oh, Marsh
0: that guy's not doing anything. I know that as soon as we leave, he's going to, no, he hasn't done anything hasn't, so far. Right. And you know what he does? It's going to be it's cool. It's going to be cool. And the whole time he's like, <laughs> Boba Fett just sits there, arms crossed. And, and you're like, he's going to do something really cool. Now he does some really cool things. Like, yeah, eventually. Like,
1: like, like again, the, 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 the Tusken Raider stuff. Yeah. The battles with that riding the Rancor, all that. But you like, it was just like, okay, I don't know what any of this is about. I don't know where we're going. It's like,
0: uh, you're smiling Boba you're smart. like this everything's everything's all the, the the town's all cool beans now
1: right again they have goes, a new
0: mayor in town right it's Boba Fett like again and it's like okay so
1: he's this powerful crime lord now benevolent again, crime who, lord but crime benevolent, benevolent like, like that's the thing like that
3: <laughs> sounds like the ending to Luke Cage uh,
1: yeah! yeah. <laughs> and we know how we feel about that. Okay, Not I don't think there's... It's
3: been discontinued.
1: And I don't think there's anything more to say at this point. Like, again, the, well, it let is...
3: Me, let me ask you, as a millennial who hasn't seen it yet. Sorry, let me start See that again. Let me ask you, as a millennial who hasn't seen the show yet, you're like, hey, you can see it, you cannot see it, maybe if you do watch the last couple episodes. But how does it do... How does it perform on action? How does it perform... Uh, entertainment. That's the like, whole point, but that's
1: like, the thing. The story stuff. The story isn't entertaining because it doesn't, have, you're with these long stretches of a huh, okay, no. or repeated things again and again. Like we said, oh, Boba Fett's taken over as a crime lord. What does he do in this period? It's like, well, he, he, he walks to that cantina, and and, and and then he walks back, he maybe get, gets attacked. <laughs> maybe... Twice as he 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 Like, that's it. He he walks back. He, like, you don't... Like, it would have been more interesting to see things like, Hey, um... What about the average person on the streets of the cities of Tatooine? Right? Um, hey, hey, dude. Uh, Listen, I'm just trying to make, you know, get my life here, but you guys, I gotta pay protection to the huts to just operate. Are you gonna continue to do that, Mr... I'm honorable and rule with respect and yet. Uh, and then we, that, that's not even like, getting into the whole weird, like what is spice in this world? Because they kind of <laughs> gave it like this cocaine thing. And I'm going like, well, so, so Boba Fett is like, I don't, you know, you don't run spice through my territories.
0: And it's like, oh, so we're doing, th- there's a box of spice and they establish like this spice is worth more. They, so they tell a uh, cop um, uh, uh Timothy Oliphant, count. This box of spice is is worth more than your town. So okay, we get that uh, you're you know you're establishing it's some sort of what you know, is this and
1: and then and and it is this sort of like okay there's this scene from the first Godfather where that was the whole thing and that story that got it rolling because it was like oh this one guy wants to start dealing in dr- in hard drugs heroin and shit and Vito Corleone was like ah, I don't think I'm going to do that and we're like oh we got to get rid of him to you know someone going like. There's literally a there's a scene in The Godfather, John, if you haven't seen it in a long time, where like one of the other mafiosos, when they're finally making their peace, are like, "We're gonna get into the you know if we we're gonna get in the drug business, fine, but keep it out of the schools, uh-uh. keep it out." Of, so it's like that's <laughs> Boba Fett is like, "I'm the good spice <laughs> trader or something." I don't know. I, I,
0: man. I know. Listen, you know, I I know how to sell it to you, and I'm always saying I'm, just, I'm being ironic here, right? You know, uh, all I have to say is Stephen Bill Dotrieve Root. Is, is in this right he's like Stephen Root a, Steven Root is he's in like this. A,
1: he's like a P, he's like a POS like water trader like, like on, a, on, on, you know Hank, you know which <laughs> again which was one of the few things where they could have gotten into something where it basically was the idea like these kids that become Boba's foot soldiers are like like this water water monger basically he comes to the Boba Fett and he's like look these kids are spitting in my face they're not that and then Boba goes in to figure out is like oh you're just overcharging for you know for water blah 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 there's a thing where there's more depth there you could get into. Oh, well, feeling, foolish, feeling something. <laughs> <laughs> so, and again, the idea of a Boba Fett show where Steven Root is a supporting character mm-hmm. as a sort of like s- slimy, you know, guy on Tatooine who like, you know, he knows he has s- his own power because he controls water. Do something. Get, get
0: into that. You're right. Do
1: something with that. Instead of well, they, well, it was they, they did like, gah, they, gah, gah. They,
0: they did a little bit, you know, with the Tusken Raiders and how water like the um obviously water is is essential for them, just like how the they they, they sort of make that connection the way the Fremen are with on on dune and Oh, oh,
1: they were yeah. definitely this was an expansion of that of the idea of of dune's impact on Star mm-hmm. Wars because they even had the whole thing where the Tusken Raiders are like Oh no! We believe that Tatooine was once covered in water, and everyone who yes. comes here, yeah, it's a whole like, and that's cool. That's cool. Again, a, one of Poland the aspects. They
0: thing. came, and then that was it. <laughs> now, moving on. Now, I did mention before uh, about how Tatooine being a very central figure in in all things Star Wars, and how it's got a massive connection to to Vader, and I, and and like, I want to know what your thoughts are when we had spoken like weeks ago about this.
1: Oh, you mean my whole f- the Kenobi theory about... about
0: Yeah, right, lay it on, it? lay it on. All
1: again, right, okay, we'll end on this and then we'll, okay, and okay, then we'll okay, cut. Okay, okay. I was just saying that I think that, as I said earlier on in, in the podcast, I think that they built up the Tusken Raiders to help build Boba Fett's character, obviously. But I also think they kind of di- were doing what I always say about like Worf on The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Worf is introduced and through him we basically build up everything we know about Klingons through Worf, right? The Tuskens were very opaque. We didn't really know much about them. What do they believe? What's their society like? Everything. These episodes helped to fill that in. And then I started thinking. The issue with the Kenobi rematch with Vader is how do you do it? How are they going to meet again? Well, no, no. This is going to take place during the period before Luke is grown. So it's going to be Host the fall of the Republic, but before they meet again on the first Death Star. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do you do that? How do you even... And I, this little thing came into my head.
3: Darth Vader is in a suit, so
1: that's easy. Okay, but
3: then Obi Wan.
1: Right, you're saying. Oh, you're saying that maybe he couldn't recognize him or something like that. Like, like he, like, like. Okay, how do they even cross paths though? And then this occurred to me. In the canon, in the new canon, I believe. No. No, you said my mother, right? No. What about, you were doing the voice, my mother, right? (laughs) In the new canon, Vader makes a pilgrimage once a year back to Tatooine, even during the years when Luke was there, and he didn't know that his son was there. Do you want to know why? He
3: didn't feel the presence of
1: the Force. For whatever it is. But, well, he had his mind on something else. Do you want to know why Vader returns to Tatooine once a year? he is the black death of the sand people. Once a year, he comes back and he just chooses a tribe and he kills them out of his anger still for the death of his mother. Now you have a reason why, why Vader is on Tatooine. You also have a reason, maybe how Kenobi gets involved. You've it's developed, you've developed the Tuskens as real people and they're not just the, you know, so they're, they can become sympathetic and it would explain certain things. It would be like the Tuscan. skills is like the fuck. It's getting that time of year again because this has happened for the last fifteen years or so. Let's say it's when like Luke is only like fifteen, you know, fourteen years old. i like, that. it's like the last fucking fucking fifteen years. This thing comes, and they're the Sand People. You know, they're like the Hillbillies. They mean, they're not connected into the wider <laughs> world. So for it's just like this guy comes down who's insanely powerful and like will kill tribes. We got to do something about it. And slowly through the grapevine, they heard like, well, there's this. There's this weird old wizard who's, like, been helping a couple of people here or there, I've heard, found the Dune Sea, and, like, he's doing stuff kind of so maybe he can help us. The Tuscans go to Obi Wan and they're like, Yo, and Obi Wan, he just hears this vague description. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't put two and two together necessarily, and he's like, oh, and and again, he also puts it off to like they're this primitive people. They're like, whatever is going on, this is, is something. Let me see if I can handle it. And then he shows, he looks like, and they're like, they're like, he's probably going to show up here. And then the second Obi Wan hears the, <sighs> he's like, oh shit, oh, yeah, I gotta I now. Well, now he's got like now it would be. Oh crap, Vader is here. Oh crap, Luke is here. (laughs) <laughs> oh crap <laughs> I gotta do something To get this guy Off the fucking planet You know Well yeah, my like...
0: friend uh, Thank you for the melon <laughs> So show me the uh, The recordings that you have Oh <gasps> crap Oh shit <laughs> uh,
4: Look uh, You never heard of me <laughs> You
0: don't <laughs> You did not see me <laughs> uh, You've never heard of me look, Hell you can't even pronounce my name <laughs> so if he went, I'm he, done I, here I, He literally would
1: uh, He would literally say Look, I can't help. Look, I've got warrants. <laughs> 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 he literally does have warrants, so we're like I can't. I'd like to help you out, but uh, good luck. Um, so yeah, that's. I, I I think that maybe that was part of that that they're humanizing the Tuscans, mm-hmm. building them up, giving the audience a little like, hey, you know, you kind of kind of sucks if these people get killed by Vader on a regular basis. They- you know They're that already, so, and, they're, and again, doing the whole Fremen thing, they're already the suppressed people on their own planet, blah, 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 which, which is another, I'm sorry if to go, which is another missed opportunity for the show <laughs> because Boba Fett lays out the Leto Atreides idea of taking over Tatooine. He's like, yeah, the gangsters and the corporations, they, they, we rule the cities, but the majority of this planet is desert, and the second you step out of the cities, it's a sand people planet. The sand people run this place. I thought that he was going to militarize them in some way because he had that connection. he would bring them in as like a you know it's like and then set them up as some sort of like and now we're going to he make- took
0: straight up vengeance uh, takes his uh, fire spray, slave one and and basically just just shoots to crisp. The uh, the the biker gang that that, that, that killed, killed the that tribe. Killed the that tribe was, he was he was part know.
1: of this tribe. He comes back and they're just all like that. Dead. There's
0: no and they're all just
1: like slaughtered. And that's when they gave him the the robes and everything and so on and so forth. And yeah, they built up again, saying Boba is not just a heartless bastard. He can be a heartless bastard, but he's not without his emotions and everything else. So again, but a wash in the end. So Alexa, yeah, yeah, I I I can't say anymore about this. I we're, we're, we're done. I wish I could be more. <laughs> Have more praise, but
0: overall a bit of a a, a bit of a wash. Um, you know who's not done with you? Who's not done with me? Chief O'Brien. He's not done with you. There player. is a YouTube called Miles O'Brien is always abused on Star Trek the, TNG and, and Deep Space Nine. A compilation, and uh, you, eventually.
5: Around the elbow have been twisted pretty severely.
0: What on earth were you doing when you fell? I a plan for Keiko.
5: What happened to you?
0: I was kayaking on the holodeck again.
4: You dislocated your shoulder. Not again. Afraid so. <laughs> you promised
1: me that you wouldn't go
0: kayaking again. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, this Miguel this, velez Yes, he's 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 You're on my shit list. Yeah, well Well well
1: Ed as I said, you know, honestly. After the first time Miles O'Brien was like a prisoner of war <laughs> when it was only a simulation, that's when you cash your chips. You go to you go to Cisco and like, I can't do this job anymore. <laughs> I'm taking my pension. I'm taking an early leave and me and Keiko <laughs> are going to some pleasure planet somewhere and that's it. Have fun with the Dominion. All right. <laughs> uh, our next show coming up is most likely going to be The Batman. The Batman. Um,
0: uh, hey, folks, uh, make sure you uh, download, though, I just put out, uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit too late, but uh, Hawkeye and our Matrix res- uh, Resurrections uh, review. Uh, go check that out. Uh, again, as Miguel had just mentioned, most likely we'll, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll come back and talking to you about the Batman.
1: Indeed. If we don't live in a Mad Max post-apocalyptic yeah. universe. And until next time to be continued hey thanks for listening to to be that continued, to be continued in, uh, a family podcast
3: please check us out at www.tobecontinued a at FamilyPodcast.com. you can also be found on twitter facebook google play stitcher spotify
0: thanks clark please also follow us on facebook instagram twitter and also our various platforms apple Podcasts, stitcher TuneIn, spotify and Google Podcast.